0: The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagon Halls, or Success Publishing International. Worried about retirement? Want to travel the world or just be around to watch your kids grow up but you can't because you're drowning in debt? Now you can! With Heather Wagon Hall's and the keys to riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio.
1: This segment of Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, is sponsored by audible.com. Get a free audiobook downloaded keys to riches.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yeah. Thank you for stopping by everyone. I am your purveyor of prosperity. Heather Wagon Hall's here and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, hey, hey. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio with the following great features. So first off, what is our key? uh Practicing
0: the three R's. Yes. Review, revise, and recommit.
1: That is today's key. Plus, we have our moolah word of the day. Oh, I also wanted to tell you about this week's show on our sister station at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And we talked about identity theft and holiday shopping. and it's using our biology-based money management approach for mitigating risk when it comes to identity theft, frauds, and scams. And it's really great because it talks about the things that people don't talk about when they talk about identity theft. And so I think that you'll really get a kick out of it. So please visit unlockyourwealthradio.com or just check out our show wherever you happen to listen. And uh, yeah, we're everywhere. So uh, so yeah, so this week's, it's it's a great show and it'll help You get over the hump and maybe make you think about a few things when it comes to identity theft, frauds, and scams that you hadn't considered previously. So, uh, moolah word of the day. What might
0: that be?
1: It's curious. It's curious. Curious? I have not. No. No. But it's a curious word of the day. Curious word, yeah. I was not familiar with it. Yeah. Um, especially because I read the 48 Laws of Power, and I would think that this would kind of have been addressed in there. But I mean, that's more of a historical book, but I think it's pretty cool.
0: It's got to do with Shakespeare, right?
1: Yes. La- the Lady Macbeth Strategy huh. is our moolah. What could the day. that
0: possibly be?
1: The Lady Macbeth Strategy is a strategy used in corporate mergers and acquisitions. Uh, So it was used in corporate mergers and acquisitions where a seemingly unrelated third party poses as this white knight in order to gain trust from the target company. Mm -hmm. After gaining trust and possibly information that the target company is unwilling to share with the hostile acquirer, the third party turns around and joins the bidders. This term comes from the fictional Shakespearean character Lady Macbeth. In that play, she was characterized as being overly cunning and ambitious. Mhm. So that's curious, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I I used to do corporate reconnaissance to make sure when my people were going in to a company that what the talking heads and the higher ups were saying to sell the company or merge the company is what the general consensus of the employee population was. And so I had various ways of doing that. I was part of the due diligence team, if you will. The deep dives make a difference, and so I'm surprised because I was on a due diligence team that I had never heard of this. Hmm. So um, you learn something new every day.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a few. Aren't there a few references to to literature in the finance world? Isn't it?
1: Oh, there's loads of them. They have them.
0: like a Silas Marner as a cheap. Cheapskate.
1: They have so many different types uh, of literature references, you know. Um, And then, you know, we create new monikers all of the time. Yeah. You know. Sharks. Well, yeah. I mean, just think about, you know, like uh, people now we say because of uh, Bernie Madoff, you know, oh, I just I got Madoffed on that one. Yeah. You know, so we create vernacular as we go forward, too.
0: Isn't it funny that his name is actually refers to what he did?
1: Yeah, he made off with a lot of cash.
0: I mean, how did that
1: happen? Well, I mean, just think of the people (laughs) with the last names of Shyster or Shylock, you know what I mean? You know, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's it for our moolah word of the day. And just stay tuned to another show if you want to keep learning more word by word, moolah words of the day. You know, we should aggregate those somewhere.
0: Yeah, there should be an archive of... uh We featured
1: so many of them and I've worked very hard, you know, because I use this website called InvestorWords.com to come up with a lot of these definitions. We used to use a different one. I would just use the regular regular com, And uh, uh, but I started using InvestorWords because it was more particular to what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't have to sift through all of the previous words of the day to find one that was relevant to what we do. Yeah. Th- th- these were all relevant, and so, um, but they have a way to favorite them. And so I save them in these folders so I know all of the words that we've featured. Oh, really? Yes, so okay. I've m- made it a point to not do the same one twice.
0: Well, that would make sense after doing f- four or 500 words of the day.
1: No, we've done more than that. Yeah? I mean, if you just think about it, so we were doing the numbers on shows that we've done. So, so just on updates alone, in the last three years— We've done over seven hundred and something updates wow. for our for those of you who aren't familiar we do um a syndicated one minute update uh, on Terrestrial radio stations across America, it's not available in the online platform. Um, and so we do this, it's a, an exclusive to terrestrial radio. And so we've done over 750 of them. Like we're like at 7:80 and change, something yeah. like that. We were counting once a day. So if you just do the math, three years you know, times five days a week, you know, yeah. so there's 260 words, or I'm sorry, 260 weekdays in a year, times three years.
0: Yeah, it's over
1: 700. So, you know, so just in that sheer numbers alone. And then we've done uh, 52 shows a year. And now we have key shows too. So we have 100 and, uh, 104 four shows a year. Yeah. So we've cranked through some. But this show has been on in its format or a relatively close one since 2009. You know what I mean? So you got nine years of 52 weeks. So yeah. we've done a ton. Of words. Yeah. Just a ton of words. Uh, So let's move on to this week's key, shall we? Because we are almost through our Keys to Ridges financial philosophy. So for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome to the show. This is The Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And uh, we are so glad you stopped by. Hopefully you are gaining value out of today's show. So The Keys to Riches is a financial philosophy that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, Eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do this one key at a time, one week at a time here at Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And so we are now at our 12th key. So we only have one more left for the oh, year. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And we actually get a bonus week this year, you know, because, uh, yeah.
0: We got but, leap year
1: this year. Well, leap year's pushing us. Leap year is next year, I think. Okay. Right?
0: I never I never in that uh, Or is it always in
1: the election year this leap year? I can't remember. It's every 4 years. All I know is I have a friend that was born on leap year day. Oh, really? Yes. 29? So,
0: wow, what do they do every year? Are they celebrate on the 1st or the 28th?
1: Um, they the millisecond between the two days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh they actually like to count themselves as much younger than what they really are. That is wild. Isn't it?
0: That's like that town in Virginia that's you know in Main Street. Half main half of Main Street's in Tennessee and half is in Virginia.
1: Oh that's right, yeah. So Br-
0: Bristol, Virginia.
1: So it's kinda like that. Weird. So um uh so what were you talking about? Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was getting ready to review all of the keys. That's what I was getting ready to do. I'm like uh. So we're in our 12th key. Um uh, but but Let's take a look, shall we, back for a moment and see where we have come from. And so for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, it'll give you a nice little introduction or history lesson real quick to whet your appetite. So you can go back and download previous episodes or continue to listen each and every week. And then you can gain all of the new shows because we'll be restarting the keys here in a couple of weeks because that's the beauty is they start all over from the beginning. Yeah. So our first key in the keys to riches financial philosophy is acceptance and affirmation. So,
0: this She's is, going
1: to ask me one of them. Uh-oh. One of these oh, things. that's right. I, sh- I should have just quizzed you. What's yeah. the first key? Well, I already said yeah, it. Acceptance and affirmation. So it's acceptance and affirmation. And so in this key, without judgment, because we know that likely if we're not actively controlling our finances in a way that's benefiting us and we are where we want to be with our finances, it's biology. And we have been ruled by our biology. And so we understand and accept that. We don't find fault in it, but we just use that as a springboard to then move forward and make and chart a new course, change direction. Okay. So the destination is still the same financial freedom, but the direction that we take to get there is going to be augmented by this simple commitment. And then because our biology has programmed these current behaviors, it's going to take a little bit to reprogram these behaviors so they start benefiting us, identifying beliefs and things like that. But we are going to use our six Ps for affirmation success process in order to create the foundation of mental awareness and help start building up our confidence and our self-esteem so we are capable of achieving this task of creating financial freedom for ourselves. Then we went to our organic key. What's our second key?
0: Take action and make assessments.
1: Yes. So we go green. We need an organic assessment because when the way we approach money management from our bi- biological perspective, it's not how much you're spending. It's when you're spending that makes the difference. And so in order for us to fix what's going on. We need to know when the financial flub occurs so we can look behind it and identify the why biologically that drove that behavior. So then we can create the how to fix it. And we learn that in this key. And then we begin our assessment envelope for the next six weeks because we're working up to key seven, which is break the budget. Our third key in the keys to riches is
0: dreams with deadlines.
1: Yes, it is. And this is where the fun begins, because this is where we create our financial freedom first on paper. So um, I can't remember who said it off the top of my head, if it was Jim Rohn or Stephen Covey, but we must create our goals twice. First, we have to visualize, imagine, picture or pretend we know what having those goals are like, and then map out the strategy to get there, plan backwards, and then implement it. So we create our goals twice, first in the visual, creative, figurative sense, and then we act them out and create them in the physical, eventual reality sense. So this key helps us get there. Our next key, uh, what is the fourth key?
0: Knowledge is power. Not knowing is powerful.
1: Yes. So here's where we learn about our 3-5 financial strategy. And we learn about the three questions and the five areas of concern we must address that everyone must address in order to be truly financially free and to be able to have the ability to create financial freedom. You must have a strategy. And this 3-5 financial strategy is the simplest, most effective way to consistently manage your money successfully over time. And that's what we do in this key. What is our fifth key?
0: Fifth key is take emotion out of the picture.
1: Here we go. We start learning about our biology and how our biology affects the way we manage our money. And it's more than just taking emotion out of the picture. Um, It's about learning how to get our passions in perspective. We want to be excited about the prospect of making money, earning a living, creating wealth, but we want to be pragmatic. We want to be reserved. We want to be impartial when it comes to, to expenditures. And these are not just frivolous spending, but strategic spending on things that we must have that we require as a need, as well as our frivolous spending and our investment spending, because it's still an expenditure when it goes out of our wallet. Our next key then.
0: Are we on number six? Yes, sir. Hope for the best, plan for the worst.
1: This is how we catch our biology and we fake ourselves out and we learn how to play the game and win because now we know how the body and brain operate and now we know how to get ahead of ourselves and so we use these tactics and hope for the best plan for the worst to train our brain to do specifically what we want it to do in particular situations and so here we capitalize yet again on the power of understanding our biology to manage our money more effectively then
0: number seven Break the budget.
1: This is my favorite key because budgeting is like dieting. It's something we go on to and off of and usually with crappy results because when we come off of them, we usually rebound and get worse off than what we were. So in dieting, our butt gets bigger. And in budgeting, our wallet gets thinner. It's kind of the opposite. It's like I want a fat wallet and a skinny butt. But instead when we fall off, we wind up getting a skinny wallet and a fat butt. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. That inverse relationship. Relationships just kind of came to me all yeah. of a sudden. So that's that's gonna be my new like toast. May your wallet be fat and your butt be thin <laughs> for the new year, right? Wouldn't that be a great that's toast? Perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's totally in line with our Keys to Ridge's financial philosophy. Imagine it'd go over well at a couple of weddings, too. <laughs> yes. May your wallets be fat and your fannies be thin. Uh, or you'll be shopping for an ex-husband or yeah, wife, that's yeah, exactly. for sure. <laughs>
0: Number eight is no seasonal exceptions.
1: Yes. So in this one, we've learned all of this great uh, savings and spending strategy in our seventh key when we break our budget and create a healthy savings and spending plan moving forward. Now we learn how to maintain that by using the rules of etiquette to manage our emotions and. Maintain our physiology and our biology when it comes to these crazy times of year when it's either holidays or special occasion or event, you know, celebrations. How do we manage those effectively? And we learn those skills in this particular key. Next.
0: Create credit, number nine.
1: Now we are on the road to wealth because we can invest – directly with the money that we have saved, or we can learn how to strategically leverage ourselves, but we have to have our credit in line. So here we learn about what an ideal credit profile is and how to create credit or fix our credit if we've had problems in the past then
0: remember real estate
1: and this is a powerful key because this is the best way to leverage ourselves successfully and collateralized investing is the way to go and what do i mean by collateralized investing it means that you have an asset a physical tangible asset protecting the amount of money that you're investing and that's a beautiful thing and we learn how to strategically set ourselves up for real estate investment Because it's easier than investing in the stock market or many other things because the barrier of entry is a lot lower. You don't have to come in with tons of cash. And we learn all about the velocity of money and how we can make money go farther faster in this key. Then –
0: Forget the perfection principle.
1: This is where we learn how to focus on the progress of the process and not expect perfection, but progress. And this is how we overcome the hurdles when we do make mistakes. And it's not a matter of if we make mistakes. It's going to be a when we make mistakes. We're human. I make those same mistakes too, just like you all. And technically, I'm supposed to know better. But because, again, we are human we are not automatons, uh, we can still succumb to the biology of the moment. And even though I know and I can identify when that starts to happen for me, that still doesn't change the fact that if my stimulus is overwhelming enough with the way I respond to it, then I can be just as vulnerable as you. And so here we learn to carefully identify what's happened and take the meaning of the mistake with us, but not the emotion and the punishment and the guilt and all of the crazy things that we do when we fall off the wagon because that's what really stifles our success. It's not that we fell off. It's that we haven't gotten back in the saddle. And then finally, that takes us to where we are.
0: Number 12.
1: Yes. So practicing the three R's, review, revise, and recommit. So most budgets and diets fail at this point because there is no way to chart a new direction, to evaluate information and chart a new course. But we must do that if we expect to be successful because what makes us lose all that weight or what makes us pay off all that debt isn't what's going to make us flourish on the other side in the maintenance phase or investing phase. So – If you think about it, what made you lose all the weight isn't what's going to help you maintain all the weight. Because at some point, you're going to reach this critical mass or what we call diminishing marginal returns. It's an economic concept. And the same effort isn't going to yield the same results over time. And you're going to receive less satisfaction out of it. So, uh, as we talk about this week's key, we need to focus on how do I use this information to my benefit? You are listening to the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment is sponsored by keepmyid.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Keys to Riches radio listeners by visiting Keystoriches.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to over to <laughs> click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. Just like the dogs. Uh, So this is what we need to do strategically when it comes to managing our money effectively. So we're going to do a quarterly checkup from the neck up, meaning how is our head? And how is our finances? So if you've been to the website at keys dot richescom and have downloaded the worksheets and you've been working on your savings and spending tracker, you created your holiday savings and spending tracker and you have been implementing them and you are also doing your 30-day savings and spending tracker. Now you want to get the worksheet that is for our review, revise, or recommit worksheet. And these are our quarterly checkups. So we're finally answering... The what's the difference question, if you remember back in our three questions and five areas of concern, our three questions is where am I, where am I going, and what's the difference? So the what's the difference is our opportunity to evaluate our progress. Remember, focus on the progress of the process. So that's what we're going to do here. We've got to evaluate that. So we're going to take the last three months of savings and spending trackers, and we're going to calculate the results of those and put them on our worksheet. We are also going to take our where am I worksheet from our first key where we, um, not our first key, that's what threw me off, Um, not acceptance, but uh, take action, make assessments. In our second key, that's where we're going to do our where am I question, and we're going to do another balance sheet, and we're going to see – How the needle has moved? Has our assets gone up? Have our liabilities gone down or vice versa? And we're going to revise this content. So we're going to get all this data. We're going to gather all these data, answer all these questions, and then we're going to ask ourselves what new information has come in. So have we had the uh, any catastrophic life event that is materially affecting our be- our ability to to follow our savings and spending plan, either in the short-term or permanently long-term altering it? Are we taking on the care of an indigent parent? Do we have a special needs child all of a sudden? Do we have an unplanned pregnancy? All of these things can change our savings and spending tracker. We can have it all. We just need to make sure that we... Change our savings and spending tracker accordingly to make sure that our goals are still achievable given the new challenges that are presented. So here's our chance to revise things. Maybe we overspent. Maybe it's not any new information coming in or changes in our life, but maybe we went overboard. And so we want to make a correction so we can do a temporary correction as well as a permanent correction. And maybe we can find areas that we can reduce frequency Okay, on things. So instead of having move, uh, you know, date night every Friday night, maybe we do it every other Friday night, and take those resources and put them back into our emergency fund or whatever. Uh, wherever we took the money from to partake in whatever it was that we did that sort of moved us away from our goals. And then finally, recommit. Because we are biology-based creatures, because we live in this moment and this moment alone, we don't live in the past, although some of us try to. And we certainly can't live in a time that hasn't occurred yet. So we are here, present-minded, present-focused, and we are going towards pleasure and, and away from pain. And what we committed to last week, last month, or last year might not be fresh in our minds. So we have to to recommit to all of this stuff in order to be successful when it comes to managing our money. And so these keys are important and we need to do this quarterly because uh, Zig Ziglar said uh, motivation is like bathing. It wears off. So we recommend that you do it daily. (laughs) One of my favorite quotes, you know, because uh, people are like, oh, I don't go to those motivational seminars. They wear off. And they're like, yes, they do. That's why you need to continue yeah. or buy the materials that they offer so you can get it in between your big fills when you go to the actual live seminars. Right. You know, fortunately with the miracles of modern technology, you don't have to just wait till you go to the big seminar. Although the live things are awesome. I know when we run our lives events, people, because – they're not alone, because humans have this need to connect to, to other humans. Our sense of community is mm-hmm. huge. It's who we are. It's in our DNA. And when you can materially alter yourself and have an aha moment, along with others who are having aha moments, it's like magic in the air. It's inspiring. Yeah, you know. And uh, now that we have the new king of editing here on video, <laughs> I, hopefully we'll get our Freedom Fest. Uh, videos where where my workshops that we did, we can get edited so people can experience. I mean, you'll be able to see how these people are going from skeptical, some people are receptive, some people are skeptical, some people are analytical, but I get them up and I get them moving. And it was so amazing to me. The people like, you know, how it's just a natural thing that we, you know, make assessments about people. I don't like to say judgments because that sounds like good or bad. But we make assessments about people based on what they look like, how they talk, where, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, what Mm -hmm. they behave, what their regional dialects are. And so it's always interesting to me. When people come up to respond to my presentations and I solicit their aha moments or what made a difference for them, because it's interesting to me, the people from their diverse backgrounds and how they're connecting to me and what becomes important or what's relevant to them in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because if you ever had, you know, this is why I like reading books successive times, especially Atlas Shrugged. I've been reading it uh, for the better part of 30 years. And it's my sharp in the saw. I read it once a year so. In a few weeks, we'll be jumping into the Dagny mode again (laughs) to get me all fired up about the new year. But I always get something new out of it every single time. And we're going to talk about this in next week's show because that's, you know, become a voracious reader specifically. Um, But... What I get out of the book each time I read it has nothing to do with the book changing. The book has been the book, but it's what's relevant to me right now in this moment. And so I love that feedback that I get from people and I get the most unusual feedback, you know, based on how I assess somebody, you know, I think I, I I look at them and I think, okay, this person is this way, you know? So, uh, and I judge it based on their appearance. Are they well-dressed and freshly pressed or are they in comfortable clothing? Are they more casual? Mm -hmm. You know, um, do they look like a professional? Are they older or younger? You know, what life experiences are they bringing with them, you know, just because society happens, you know what I mean, Um, and history happens. And so if somebody's older, they have more history, so they've lived through more. So you kind of wonder where people are based on what their backgrounds are. And so it's very, very exciting to me to be able to get that feedback, and you get that from a live center. that's one of my favorite quotes about motivation is that, but you know, you can always listen to the tapes, but you got to go to live events. Yeah. I think they make a difference so you can connect with other people. Thanks again for stopping by. For more great resources, please visit our website at keystoriches.com. And for the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
0: UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation unlockyourwealthradio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved for more information on the keys to riches financial wellness series please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com